75 hard. What is it? Who's doing it? And should you do it? Yeah. How are you going to do it, Nika? I am currently doing 75 hard. So 75 hard is a challenge. I think it's probably a very popular-ish fitness challenge. It's five tasks for 75 days. So it's two workouts daily, a gallon of water, sticking to a nutrition plan. It is taking a progress photo every day and reading 10 pages a day. Happy to say I am just over a week in and I am still on it. I've ticked all five things each day. I think after day four, if I hadn't announced it to the entire retrieving community already, I might've tapped out just because I'm not used to doing two sessions a day, but having them there really has kept me accountable. So still, still going strong here. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a lot to ask in a day. If someone comes from never doing anything, right? Absolutely. And even having like a fitness background, like I have like very specific goals. So my training is around that. So I've now added this second session. And a lot of the second session is like not cannibalizing the first session. I would say in terms of the water is pretty, pretty good reading. I feel like I put that off for so long. So this is just like making me accountable for that. I think the hardest thing is probably the progress photo. And then the one thing no one ever tells you is the amount of laundry. I am doing so much laundry. I'm going through like three pairs of underwear a day. Like it's insane. No one warned me. I am all over the place with my hair and washing schedule. Like I think those are the more challenging things, the actual five things I have to do in the day. That's so funny. I feel you on the, the laundry and the active wear and living in active wear 24 seven. I think it also says that you're not allowed to drink alcohol, correct? Yes, correct. Oh, that's cool. What was your motivation for, for starting it? My partner said he wanted to do 75 hard. So I said I would do it because the last time he did a challenge like this, I was prancing around eating ice cream and I was not <laughs> being super supportive. So I was like, okay, this time I'll do it with you. So it's more in camaraderie with others. But I figure I'm it. So good. Christine, have you ever done a challenge like that or anything like that? I haven't done like a specific challenge with like those kind of like rules before but the only thing that I can think on the topic of hard is when I did a weight cut for a Brazilian jiu-jitsu like competition basically the the weight that I was at it wasn't the the kind of weight that I needed to be for this particular association it was like a weird I just had to like lose two kilos when I first weighed myself, I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's like, that's pretty manageable. Like, and I have two weeks to do it, but I didn't factor in that I have to like still wear a gi and stuff. So really I had to lose seven kilos. And I only realized that like maybe like day two of like doing this like weight cut. So I went really, I was like, oh, it's just a short period of time. I'll just go really aggressive. I'll do like a, a, a water loading and all that kind of stuff. And that's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. I did get very, very lean. I also had no energy. And my weigh-in was 10 minutes before my fight. I kind of weighed in that morning and I was still like 500 grams over. And so that morning I like went for, it was like a 35 degree Celsius degree day. And I had like a jumper and, and pants and I was just running outside sweating and crying. <laughs> and then... I finally made weight cut and I had to make this like carbohydrate solution to try and like get my glycolytic like energy levels back up. 
10 minutes before the fight. And it was like, I just, it was basically just like if I grabbed like sugar and water, it was just like granules of just like disgustingness. And that actually like really worked. Like it really perked me up for the fight and, and I got silver. So I just, that's about as close to a challenge as I've ever done. As in like a hard challenge I've ever done. But I've always wanted to do like a, a, a proper challenge that was a bit more sustainable than, than probably that one. How about you? Um, I have never really done any challenges because I think I'm always quite cruisy and happy with where I'm at. So I don't have the motivation to go all in and really challenge myself. I do really like the idea of no alcohol, but I already do that sort of anyway. And I really like the idea of reading. I think it's a really good add-on for a challenge to just get away from just the physical or just the exercise point. The water one, I think is really good because I think I drink around like three liters usually, but adding four liters, especially in summer here is probably a good idea. However, the rest of it, I'm like exercising twice a day. Sounds like doing a comp prep and that's, that's a lot. I do enjoy going for a walk and like training, but I don't know if that's counting. And similar to you, the only thing I've ever done where I really had to go all in my first ever diet, like my first ever weight cut was when I competed in powerlifting and I went to Thailand for Vitruvian and I enjoyed myself a little bit too much. So instead of having to lose two kilos for that weight cut, I then had to lose five kilos for my weight cut. And that was the only thing where I was literally like, all right, all in, we're not touching anything besides what my coach is telling me. I dehydrate myself. I went to the sauna the night before the, the weigh-in as well. And I did a water load, I did glycogen depletion and all the fun things. And that's obviously not sustainable. And that was only like four weeks and then really hard the last week. But even then that's not 75 days. And I'm like, I'm over it. Like give me anything. And what I thought was quite funny is that in my mind, usually I don't crave like shit food, quote unquote, but all I craved for four weeks long was like all the things that, that I wouldn't even eat. Like now I don't eat them, but when I was, telling myself you're not allowed to have any of this I was craving even a drink and that's nuts for me so that was really interesting and then the day came and I was so lean so shredded and I looked like really really small like I remember looking at my photos my far my face is gone <laughs> everything gone and then I finally weighed in I think I I weighed in like an hour of being there because the weight inside like six but someone calls you out and then calls your name and then you get finally get to weigh in and as soon as I weighed in, I made my weight. I was even lower than I thought. And I was low, the lowest one out of the whole category as well, which I was stoked at because then you get extra points. And as soon as that hit, I had six crumpets with jam and, and biscoff and honey and two Powerades. <laughs> and that felt like the best meal on heaven. And I was like, so good, <laughs> these crumpets. And I don't even like them now or enjoy them. And LCM bars, everyone in powerlifting apparently has LCM bars. I think they're disgusting as well, but they were the best thing on the day. And then as soon as that was done, all I wanted was chicken and rice and barbecue sauce and salt because I didn't eat any salt <laughs> or any sauce for the week before. And everyone around me was like, are you normal? And I'm like, literally just want to have a good meal. And then I had brownies and pizza, but all I wanted was a good meal. So I think it's really a fine line between like, cutting everything out and going too hard quote unquote and like restricting everything in and that leads to like I don't know binging and rebalancing because I think the issue with challenges like that is they're great to build your habits 
but often once they're finished people don't have a way out and then they fall back to everything they've done before and they don't keep them up what are your thoughts on that I think that's like that's actually a really good point because I know this is called 75 hard transparently my mindset going into it wasn't necessarily like this is 75 days where I'm turning my life upside down like the two sessions a day is probably the most different thing in my schedule like I really have to focus because I'm like blocking out my day to make sure I get everything I need to done. But to be honest, like everything else are things I want in my life. I want to add those things. I want to be reading. I want to make sure I'm getting that much water anyways. I Those are all things I want to add. So I'm not necessarily looking at this as like, this is the end date. It's more so, I don't know. I'm just like starting it now. And I have I've called this a challenge. So I feel accountable and I've told my Vitruvian team about it. And I've told these people about it. And now I've you know, now it's like the pressure of not even pressure, but just like I've told people. So now I have to do it. You know, it's like that little extra layer of accountability. So I, I don't know, maybe it's just the way we, we position it or think about it. I, I'm not necessarily looking at this as like a, after 75 days, like five ounces of water a day. Like it, that's not really how I'm looking at it. And maybe that's the difference between rebounding and falling back is like, what are you doing? And is it something that you can see yourself doing? Because I mean, I've done probably every yo-yo diet you could do like the no bread, the only this, the only that. And the more we're like, I can't have this and I can't have that. Ultimately, that's what the focus is. If you're saying I can't have chocolate, you're still thinking about chocolate. Like, you know what I mean? So chocolate is that focal point. So it's no wonder that you're thinking about it all the time, but it's like, I know it's challenging, but like taking that out of your mind and now adding these things. Okay. I need to read. I want to drink more water. I want to learn this new skill. Like I'll be honest, like my sleep, I've had really good times with sleep and not so good where it's just all over the place. But now by the end of my day, I'm so tired that like, I just go to bed and I'm getting like my solid, like eight to nine hours. I think nine hours is where I operate best. Um, but yeah, it's, it's almost like you don't have room for some of like the other noise. I think it's like, you know, idle hands are a devil's play thing. And I feel like some of those like binging tendencies or things like that were happening kind of when you didn't have the other things to do. But when, when you add, you kind of don't have room for the other noise. I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but I, I found that to be really helpful for me. I think it's an amazing mindset shift around the language. Like when we move away from, I have to do this and I'd have to do this and get to like, Hey, I actually get to do this. I chose to do this. My body is capable of that. That's super helpful. And that's something that I try and reinforce in myself. And I don't want to go and do the hard things. And when I actually should be stoked that I get to do that. I think also it's like it's intention. Like when you go in, like, what is your intention? Like when you go into these kind of challenges, because if it's to be something like, you know, like I just, you know, want to lose weight or like if with your intention for like entering the challenge is something that is actually like realistically a long-term like practice, then that's when like you've got a higher chance of kind of rebounding. Like I've done the the dry Julys, the, you know, I think the challenges that I'll typically do will be around like trying to cut back on drinking because maybe I like that a little bit too much or I allow it to happen a little bit too much. Or like, you know, like like eating. I'm very like liberal with like my eating habits. Not like that it does stuff like, you know, gain weight and stuff, but I definitely experience more like a dip in mood and like productivity, like when I tend to eat these things. So when I enter those type of challenges, it's to be like, okay, I just need something that helps me like get a momentum back 
because I've, I'm now currently in the momentum of doing this like thing that's quite negative towards like my lifestyle. So I'll do, I'll do a challenge to like pick up momentum to go the other way once again. But yeah, I think like when people do the really strict, like, like diet type things, like after, after my fight, I was like, I'm going to have a burger. I'm going to have chips. I'm going to like, you know, have this thing. Cause I think the, the night before my fight, I had like, when I weighed myself, I had to like blend a chicken salad in my Nutribullet because I was like, I couldn't, like, I was so hungry, but I also like, I, I needed something that would like really digest like really quickly. And I blended a chicken salad in Nutribullet. It was like that. I think that was like a low point in that whole entire thing. So the next day I was like, I'm going to have like a burger and chips. And even when I sat down to have a burger and chips, I like one, I, I could only eat like a quarter of it. And I, I was just so full. And then when I weighed myself like later on that day, um, I think I'd gained like another, like I'd gained four kilos right back. Like, and it was just, it, it, that was like, cause I had no battle plan on like how I was going to like refeed and stuff like that. Not that I like yet. So it, it really does like swing back hard the other way. Like if you're doing something that's mm. just like really, really demanding like that, especially like for me, I've found. Yeah, I think I really like Nika's approach of, hey, I'm just adding a few more holistic things to my list of what I'm already doing. And then in general, once you've got that sustainable routine already, that's really good. If I feel like the issue is more so if someone goes from not doing anything and then it pushed themselves really, really hard over the 75 years, uh, 75 years, 75 days. <laughs> <laughs> and then after they don't have a plan out, I feel like challenges like that should encourage a plan out a little bit more. And maybe that's part of my mentality of like being an accountability coach and coaching clients through that. But yeah, I think once you finish, you're like, okay, what's next? And I'm a person that always goes to the next thing. Like I can't just be like chill and then not do anything. I'm like, okay, I finished my powerlifting prep. What's next? <laughs> but then there's other people that are like, oh, I've done this now. So now I'm just going to throw everything out of the window, I think. But I think that's what's like really essential for like maintaining some sort of momentum in terms of uh, picking up a physical activity or, or whatever it may be. I think like you have a really good approach on that because like, yeah, like when you don't have that, it's kind of like if you it you lose a bit of like purpose behind like why you're gonna do two training sessions a day or, or any of that kind of thing. It's like and you lose a sense of purpose. So when you lose a sense of purpose, like your ability to kind of adhere to it kind of goes down the drain as well. So I think like it's so important to like to give yourself like those like mini type of like milestones or like like new challenges or like new new things to try to just like kind of keep you going in that direction what are you doing next <laughs> what am I doing next yeah I mean again I guess my like out plan is to be continuing to do the things that I'm doing now you know obviously when you first start anything like you're you're crappy at it like I think anything I've tried for the first time not so good it was very hard and then over time like what I'm experiencing this past week, it's not going to feel so hard. And then it's sort of like that becomes the new foundation. And then that's how you build and build and build. You just slowly add new like stimuli to like, to, to continue to grow, to continue to build. And, but like you make an awesome point because to be honest, a challenge like this, maybe not for everyone, you know, there's, there was a time in my life where like something like this 
probably would have been like the worst thing I can do. Like going into this, like, I mean, it'll be a big laugh. Like when you look at, I can't even take my progress photos, like serious, like I'm making faces and like all of them, but it's not that that's probably like the least focus for me. It's really much adding the habits. And I've been like saying, I want to do these new skills and new things for so long that I'm just like, this is your, like, stop talking about it, like do it. So it's more about that than anything else. But like, you know, with my like disorder eating and eating disorder past, like something like this could be probably not the best thing I should ever do. You know, that's the reason why I never kind of pursued like doing like bikini comp and stuff like that. Like I trained in that way. And people always ask like, what are you going to compete? And it's like, no, I'm just, you know, that it just wasn't good for my mental health at that time. And it probably isn't really something that interests me now anyways, but definitely takes a certain mindset going into these kinds of things to know what you're trying to get. So you can go in with a very specific goal, but on the contrary, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. I think also not necessarily having a very specific goal. Like if I've had times where I've fallen out of training, I'm just like, Ugh. the idea of anything sounds terrible, almost like not having a purpose. Sometimes just giving yourself five things to be like, this is my purpose that can help like reignite some sort of like passion because not like, let's be real. Like all my sessions are not like, you know, going ham, go like PR. Like some of them are a steady walk. Like, like I'm gonna be real like that. Sometimes that's my session. I'm like, I did it. I moved. I did the 45 minutes. I stretched out like that's it. So it's more of just like building that habit. Like, so rant done. <laughs> no I love that and I think it's just really important for everyone that's listening to this right now it's like okay cool push through the challenge and then just make sure that you've got a plan out or want to keep going with it and make sure that you've got the habits in place to keep going with it if we were to summarize what do you guys think are some of the pros from the challenge accountability for sure adding habits that maybe you've been thinking about adding but like finally having like an excuse or like a reason to start I love that and I think even like self-development if you depending on what books you read is a really good add-on and people should do more of and then for me the biggest pro of a challenge like that would definitely be accountability and once I put it out there I won't quit yeah definitely and I just want to like give a shout out to like all our Vitruvian fam that's doing it too I'm so proud of you checking in with them every week and yeah it's awesome I, I think that's also another one of my favorite things it's like I'm connecting with people that I never probably would have been able to before. So that's dope. Yeah, community is huge. Yeah. And when we look at that from the con side, like what do you think are some of the disadvantages from a challenge like that? I was going to say rigidity, but I think like that's really definitely then on like where your mindset is, like when you entered, when you enter the challenge, like on the kind of extending from what you were saying, like Nika, like, you know, you can look at two, training sessions a day as like oh I'm good at like the hard training sessions or you can look at them like like anything that gets me moving so yeah sometimes rigidity in in these kind of challenges is is like you know it doesn't account for like you know things that can happen in life still like you know like just things that like need your focus for a particular reason whether it be like a personal thing or a work thing or whatnot but I think very much like like accepting that like you know kind of whether it be like guidance or like, you know, or acceptance that like it, it's not going to be this like in, intense thing, like every single time. It's just like, you can completely look at it in a, in a different way or adjust in a completely different way, which is why like, you know, guidance, when you like enter these kind of challenges can be like quite handy, uh, but you know, 
for the days that you're like, oh, like I was supposed to read 10 pages, like, I, like oh my gosh, like, you know, you can be like anxious about like potentially like reading nine and you, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, just kind of like a self-acceptance that like, you know, I'm still kind of doing it. I've still got, I'm still ticking like, you know, the things that I wanted to say that I was going to commit to and I'm not going to be so hard on myself. Like if I am just, just fall short of like the thing is like, it can be a con, but like look at it in a completely different way and it's still a pro. Yeah, I think it's super important because the challenge technically, I think Nika, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the rules is that if you don't do it on one day, you have to start at day one again, right? Yeah, you have to start all over. Yeah, and I think that rule is like counterproductive because once you, I feel like you then lose momentum. I think you should be a little bit more negotiable in your tasks. And if you read nine pages out of 10, like go you. And if you drink three and a half liters of water instead of four, like you still stick to the rules to some extent. And I think because of one of those rules, there's the whole movement in the internet about like, oh, 75 soft challenge because 75 hard is too hard. And their approach is a little bit more fair or like not fair, but a little bit softer, obviously, according to the name. And it's like four workouts a week, at least half an hour only. You only have to take pictures at the beginning of the challenge and then at 75 days after. And then it's meditate for five minutes a day or pray, read or listen to 10 minutes of personal development a day and choose food that fuel your body probably 90% of the time. So it's similar rules, similar concept, but a little bit more forgiving, I would say. What are your thoughts on something like that? I think that's still a great option. As with anything, like I, it's, I feel like in the fitness industry, like I think people always want to hear like, this is the right way and this is the wrong way. And it's like, that just it does not exist. There's no, it just doesn't exist. It's so subjective on the person because like I am very much of the mindset, like I would probably gravitate or recommend something probably closer to a 75 soft just because I believe in that sustainability. And I've done all these extreme wild things that I'm like, that does not work. And that hasn't given me the progress that I, I wanted. However, I will caveat this my case for like a 75 hard is it, it does build this mental muscle in you because the reality is like, absolutely. If you had three and a half liters, like Bravo, especially if you were only drinking a liter a day, but it's also building that accountability because, you know, like at work, if they're like, you have an assignment due or you have a project due on this day. It's like, well, I did three of the four pages, like tough, like tough ish. Like, <laughs> like so it's kind of teaching like they're in life, like, Sometimes you just, you have to get it done. Some The circumstances aren't going to be perfect. It's not always going to look pretty or be fun, but you got to get it done. So there's also a level of like, I, I do see both sides. I think for myself personally, I would probably be on the more strict side. Like I said, I'm going to do it. I want to get it done, but I can also see the case for, you know, just because you missed half a liter does not mean everything that you've done means nothing. That all of that here is still huge. So not discounting that, but if you're going to do it, do it. I think, like you said, the fitness industry is so like, you know, everyone just kind of wants to be kind of told black on white or black or white. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. But yeah, what it doesn't account for is everyone is so different, not only just in their lifestyle or their, you know, personal, like, you know, social demands or whatnot, but also like in their headspace, like, which is what I kind of like really liked of what you said, Nick, because it, it's. Like everyone's going to get different things out of like the 
the rules of the challenge. Like, like you said, like, you know, having maybe like daily photos, you, you, you're kind of not in love with that idea, but you're just going to do it. Cause it's like, it's part of the challenge. Whereas like, for me, it's like doing daily photos. Like I've never been one to take photos, but I'm definitely wanted to, to back down and, and kind of like almost be too kind to myself half the time. Like if I didn't reach a hundred percent, 90% is okay. And 80% is okay. And I think I tend to like live like that every day. So having a hundred percent all in kind of approach would, I think would be like really handy for me to make sure I keep on, on a challenge. And I think like I would get daily photos. I would get a lot out of daily photos because it would just like keep me in check to make sure that I'm actually adhering. Like, I think that's what we kind of need to also understand is that we're all going to get like these different things. So we're all going to receive our own benefits out of these things. And a lot of that is kind of subjective to like, you know, how we are as, as a person and the way that we think. And I think that's like definitely something that you need, like, you know, that would help you like really get success out of challenges such as these, like, you know, hard doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, slogging and stressful. It's just something that like allows you to really like get something out of it in your own way. I'm so stoked. It's like the first time we all have dissimilar agreements on everything. I'm like, I'm 50-50 as well. Like I really like the idea of going hard and I really like the idea of being sustainable, but sometimes you just have to push through and get stuff done and tick it off. And that's reinforcing in yourself, like the story that you can actually do hard things as well. And I think that's really powerful. And that pushing through a fitness challenge like that will then help you to push through other struggles in your life as well. Or like when things get challenging and work gets overwhelming, you're not handing in a report with half the page missing. So drink your little bit of water at the end of the day and push through as well so I think there's definitely both and I think when it comes to my clients sometimes I'm a little bit too soft and I let them slip where I'm like maybe I should just crack the whip at them and maybe they need that a little bit of extra (laughs) extra push as well but then I'm like no 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 it's sustainable and I'd rather have them go slower at a slower pace and push through rather than giving up so I think it's always like a bit of a mix and as a coach or us as coaches we need a vibe what personality our clients are as well and then you kind of know who you can push more and where you need to back off and I think it's really powerful and that's probably why we're so good and like a 50 50 here as well because we know there's different people that will benefit from it and there's people that will just not benefit from it that's yeah I couldn't agree more it really is it's like it's a very it's it's a fine dance because I've had clients where it's like I know they want me to be softer I know they want me to let them off the hook. To be honest, they're the ones sometimes I'm passionately with because they want something so bad. The only way they're going to do it is if I am a little bit tougher and letting them off the hook every single time is not going to get them where they want to be. So again, yeah, it is a very fine dance. And even like with my coach, like I think he can read my face. Like sometimes like come, I run in and I'm like, he'll clap in and he knows, okay, she's happy today. And then other days I'm like, and you know, he, he reads my body language and he probably just already knows like, okay, is this the day I push her? Okay. Is this not the day I push her as much? Okay. And you know, you, you get that vibe. And I think it's a lot of just checking in with yourself because we, we know ourselves better than anyone else. And like, I know when I don't want to do something or I can't do something like if it's, if I really, really tried. And, and I think that's the point where like, you're, 
you, you have the compassion. Like I really gave it my all. It just fell a little short versus like, mm, and like, if you have time to think about it, like you can go do it. So it's like, stop thinking about it. Just do like, don't think just even in the mornings. Like, that's just my thing. I'm like lying there. I'm like, do I have time for a few rounds of candy crush? No, just do like, I just go <laughs> and, and like, that's it, you know? And you just, it's building that habit. Like every single thing we do is a habit that we've just done enough times for it to become, you know, part of our day. Like wake up, brush teeth, go like blah. Yeah, I love that. What a good summary for the end. If you've got time thinking about it, <laughs> just go do it. <laughs> that's good actually. So- I think in summary, we can all agree on that. It's good for some people and it's good for other people. And it's not so good for people that maybe need a little bit of a softer approach. But in general, all three of us are really, really specific on keeping going, building habits, keeping that momentum and whatever gets you there, like go you. And if anything out of this podcast, stop thinking about it (laughs) and just do it. And then if anything else that you're going to take out of this podcast, I think is Once you finish the 75 heart challenge, have a go plan and have some sustainable habits in place. And if any of you two have any suggestions on how you can build those sustainable habits, like what do you do to keep up with the challenge or keep up the momentum after you've started something? I think reflecting, like reflecting on like doing like a personal reflection or like journaling it or like whatever, the things that like you, you liked about the challenge or like the things that you, that you liked, like as an outcome of the challenge, like whether that be like a personal thing, like I really liked like the mood that I was in, like when I was doing this kind of stuff, or I really loved like how my skin felt when I drank like so much water. I might not drink like four liters or a gallon. I don't know what a gallon is, but I might not drink that much, but I'm going to keep that momentum going. I think reflecting on the challenge is like super important because it helps you like keep up, you know, the habit, like as you go, because you've connect it with like a benefit that you really want like that you that you like about the whole thing what about you guys I actually really like what you said because I think that's a really important note I think that's where sometimes we give up on certain habits sometimes we don't get that like positive association that we normally will have with certain habits or bad habits that we don't want like the reason we do something over and over is because we're getting some sort of or like positive reinforcement, some good feeling, some good reaction from it. So being able to actually acknowledge the benefits, even if like the first week drinking a gallon a day seems super duper hard after time, it's not going to feel so hard. And you're going to realize, okay, this feels different. This doesn't feel so hard. And then being able to say like, actually, this is really awesome. This is something I want to keep. And just kind of making like a, you know, like add to cart, like, I really like this. I didn't like that. And like, and stick with that because this is this is your life. This is for long term. This is sort of like 75 days. Instead of like 75, I think the name just makes it sound like really like intimidating. It's what are five things that I can add to my life? And then at the end of the 75 days, whichever ones really added value, keep them. And then if some did not, then deuces. I love and- the analogy with adding it to the cart. I think it's super important to enjoy the journey as well celebrate the wins and then at the end like Christine said reflect make sure that you're happy with what you put in what can you take from there what can you sustain after and like rearrange not rearrange your whole life but just have a zoom out outlook have a look what you've done and then continue from there
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some helpful tidbits. Uh, please let us know if there were things that you agreed with. Love to hear what you did disagree with because you know we love some banter. And yes, tune in for next month. We're going to keep up with this sustainable goal talk and we'll see you then.